Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. If you feel like your life is stuck in a rut, this is the show for you. Welcome to Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of, Beyond the Rut. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry, and in just a moment, Brandon and I are going to have a conversation with Shay Sparks. Shay is somebody I met at the 2019 podcast movement in Orlando, Florida. You may have heard her in a past episode where I showcased a couple of podcasters and the the type of ruts that they're helping people get out of. Well, we have a follow-up conversation with Shay as we dive deeper into what inspired her to become a coach, to help others face the traumas in their lives, face the fears in their lives, and live their lives to the fullest potential. After all, that's what this show is all about. It is recognizing the rut that you're in and having the courage to get out of it. Make your own path. So sit back and relax unless you're driving. In that case, we do need you to stay safe and get to where you're going in one piece as Brandon and I have a conversation with Shay Sparks. Here we go. All right, Brandon, how are you doing today? A little sad. Really? Not really. I just thought I'd start that way. Okay, cool, because I was thinking, <laughs> we were just talking, and you were all chipper and happy, and then... I'm kind of down. You lie. We had Halloween, and, you know, there was a couple of Eeyores this year, and I always liked Eeyore. He was my favorite. Oh, like people in costume of Eeyore, not yeah. people who are just down and out. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> I saw a couple of those, too, I think. <laughs> yeah. It's a little cold, so I go, oh, it's so cold. Uh, oh, yeah, it was like a cold You night. complain about the heat, you complain about the cold. Move yeah, on. It's corpus. <laughs> <laughs> so we have with us, uh, just as I said it in the introduction, uh, Shay Sparks calling in. Are you in Kansas City today or are you in Washington, D.C. today? I'm in Kansas City. All right. 50-50 shot. I would have gotten it wrong. So that's, <laughs> that's how I do with those odds. Uh, so how are you doing, Shay? Well, I am not sad. I'm doing pretty fantastic so far. <laughs> there we go. Awesome. But it is early, so give me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how this goes, right? Let's see when what we're yeah. done with you, you will be broken. What? what? <laughs> this is not that kind of show. <laughs> oh, wait. That's tomorrow. Never mind. Go ahead. Oh, man. So we're glad to have you on, Shay. Uh, you and I met at Podcast Movement 2019 in Orlando, Florida, the happiest place on earth because you know it's Disney yeah. World. It's land. Mickey's house. It is. And I actually went over to Disney Springs during the that week and uh, rubbed it into my family's face too. So Brandon, you weren't the only person I rubbed in the fact that <laughs> I was in Orlando at something cool. Uh, my family got a bunch of pictures on that, uh, but that's not why we got Shay on here to, to rub it in people's faces that we were there in Orlando. Uh, but we had a conversation, Shay, about uh, the rut you help people get out of, what inspired you to get into that rut and how people could reach you. And that was, um, I forgot the number for that episode that we, we had recently where I showcased seven people I met there and you were one of those seven. Uh, mm-hmm. But we had to have you on to get that deeper dive and uh, give our listeners some deeper practical tips. So um, again, for like the fourth or fifth time. Thank you for being on our show. <laughs> Brandon, take it away. She doesn't really have anything to say. We just called her on here to We're, tell her thank you like 20 yeah, times. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you just sit there. We're going to talk about you uh, in praise and, and awe. Um, that would be a first. But anyway, okay. Well, Shay, thanks for joining us. This is really exciting to uh, get to know you and hear a little bit more from you. I know everybody got a little brief uh, introduction to you, but tell us a little bit about uh, how you got started and and maybe even the origins of your name, Shay. That's a, an, a unique name. I really like that, especially how you've worked it into the name of your show. 
<laughs> well, thank you. My, uh, I, and thank you for having me. I'm really honored to be here as well. So let's see. Gosh, there's so many questions that you just asked. <laughs> so the, my real name is Shayla. Shayla. Cool. And I am many things as well, well as a hairstylist. And so I have worked in a salon where there was a Sheila and me being <laughs> Shayla, we got clients confused. So I just shortened it to Shay. Oh, cool. And a friend of mine from high school wrote my name out, called me Shay. And he wrote the, um, I think it's called a micron or a dicron across the A for the long A. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, I love that spelling because I don't have a Y. <laughs> so that's what I decided to do. Cool. To go that route. And um, so that's one question. What was the other question? <laughs> I, I forgot already. Well, that worked out really good because you ended up incorporating it into a show. So tell us a little bit about what your your kind of life work is, life coaching and the things that you do and how that uh, how you got started in that. So um, you mentioned the show. So this is something that I'm just launched and it'll actually premiere um, November 21st. And I don't know when this will air, but hopefully people will tune in. But it's called Hey Shay, What Do I Say? I love and that. <laughs> it, thank you. And it is basically something that I've been asked my entire life. So I am one of those people who people just tell their stories to. And I've always been that that person, even as a kid. And maybe it's because I'm... I'm very a uh, concerned person when I see someone down. So we talked about Eeyore earlier that what is my like vein of my existence like <laughs> oh I want to help him so bad. And uh, I was just always that person like I would just go up to people who were looking bad and I would say how are you doing today? And guess what the, they would tell me. Mm-hmm. And they would really tell me how they're doing and instead of it just fine they would give me the whole answer and the whole story behind how they were feeling. And nine times out of 10, it would be some sort of relationship dynamic that was happening in their world. And then they would explain the situation to me, their experience, and they would say, so what do I say to this other person? Right. And I'm thinking even as a child, I mean, my my parents put me in that position as well. And I'm thinking, I don't, who am I? (laughs) (laughs) I don't really know. And what was interesting is that, um, you know, as teenagers, when they took my advice, they were blown away how well it went. And when they didn't take my advice, they would always come back to me and say, I, w- I should have listened to you. Right. I wish I would have listened to you. And so now as a, as a built my career as a hairstylist behind the chair coach right. <laughs> is really what I've been. Um, I've had 26 years of all these people telling me their stories. And again, here comes down to the relationship dynamic. There was always something going on. It could have been a a boss, coworker, could have been a a spouse. A lot of times it's either a child or a parent. Right. Right. And they really, um, it's just so interesting that they really don't know how to speak to someone in a way that they're heard. Right. And we're never taught that. We're taught to say, you did blank or you make me blank. We're never taught to say how you feel. Right. Or even admit that you have feelings. I mean, that's the scary part, right? When to actually have to admit. Exactly. You have oh yeah. 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 They're what I call uh, unspoken expectations. 
you know, I'm disappointed in you because you didn't do A, B, or C, but I never told you that's what I wanted. Yeah, and absolutely. So you've never met my expectations because you didn't know what they were. I love that concept of let me let me tell you how to just express yourself. You know, you you say you know become a fearless communicator, and that sounds you know like you're you're just overpowering, but it's mostly just your own inner coming overcoming that inner fear of how do I yeah. communicate my expectations for people and my feelings for people. So you you're a hairdresser, and that to me is probably the first uh, therapist in the world where hairdressers and barbers have oh, heard yeah. all the problems, you know, of people. What made you think this could become something that you could do in in a different way that just really empowered people? So I was in an abusive relationship, and when I got out, I really started to get um, therapy with a Christian counselor. And uh, just started to peel and read books, but I really just started to peel away the layers of my own self, like, because like we're an onion, right? right? And so I just peeled away the layers of all the healing that I needed to take place. And then I would go to work and I would tell my clients, I'm like, let me tell you what I learned about me. <laughs> and they were, they would be so blown away that it would inspire them to go out into their world and do something similar. And then they would come back and they're like, you should be a coach. You should write a book. You should be a motivational speaker. Like, and they kept just speaking life into me, which I didn't have before. So it was really a gift that I had uh, so many wonderful supportive people around me to say those things to me, because then I went, you know what? Why not? I mean, I feel like I'm I'm blessed to be able to make a difference in the person sitting in my chair. And what if God wanted me to really make a difference in the world in a bigger scale than what I can with just one-on-one? Mm-hmm. Right. And people speaking life into you is what really gave birth to that. Such, such a great reminder to all of us to speak life into other people. Sometimes we see something in somebody they don't see themselves. Yeah, you, know, yes, you, you would have never yes. stood up and said, "Hey, I'm going to do this." And but people around you are like, "Oh, that makes total sense. I I can't believe it took this long for you to do right. this." So, did you leave hairdressing altogether and and now you're just focused on coaching? Oh no, I do it all. You do it all. Of course. <laughs> like every other woman in the world, you know, I got like 20 <laughs> things I do. Yeah, I I work, still work in the salon and um that's why I live in two cities because I can focus on the salon when I'm here in Kansas city. And then, and I still do the coaching and the book and everything and the speaking, everything else. So seven days a week. And so then (laughs) I can put the salon down and when I'm in DC and really just focus on everything else. Right. I was telling my wife this morning, there are some people that are monotaskers. They can do one thing at a time and anything more than that, they're overwhelmed. But most women are super multitaskers. They can think and, you know, they're doing 10 things. Oh, by the way, don't forget to move those shoes that are in the garage. What made you think of that? I couldn't even remember they existed, but women can do those kind of things. So I, I love your title too. You're the chief excitement officer, the CEO that, that, how did that come to you? Well, so first of all, everything that comes to me is from above, from divine to God, uh, downloaded to me is what I call it. And really, it's because I used to be in a place of suicidal thoughts and Mm -hmm. depression and just such a low point 
that I didn't even know how to be excited. And I would be almost jealous of people who are excited about life. And I'm like, I don't want to be one of those people that bounce around. How can I do that? How can I be that? And it was literally with all of the healing and stuff that I did, I found myself driving to work, just like the smile on my face for no reason Mm -hmm. other than just happy to be alive and happy to discover who I really am and discover or kind of reinvent who I can be. Right. And so that's why I decided I'm going to call myself the chief excitement officer because I now have this energy that when people are around me, they're like, God, I'm just so excited just being around you. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm the excitement officer. <laughs> that's great. And and to give yourself that title. Yeah, you know, there there's some people, Jeff uh, Goins likes to say, you know, you want to be a writer, make yourself a writer. Yeah, start calling yeah. yourself a writer. Yeah. yeah. Give yourself yes. permission to go be that. And uh, understanding that that's coming from God, but but God's saying it. So why wouldn't you say it? You know, most of us just argue with God and say, "Well, I'm I'm never going to be a coach or write a book or start speaking and those kind of things." But if He's saying it, why are why are we arguing about that? So I want to put a uh, talk about that for a, a quick second. I had found an article in a magazine that was literally four sentences. So it was just a paragraph. wasn't even an article. It was a literally a four sentence paragraph. And it said that when you're setting goals, don't say, I want to blank. Use it as if it is happening right now. So you say, I am. Absolutely. I am. So I spent years creating my I am statements. And I journaled them and I would sometimes repeat that process over and over again. And what happens is when you do that, your mind starts to really shift. Right. Right. And your mind starts to shift. So you're thinking like those things that you've just stated that you are. Right. And what's is so amazing and um, to me is like a miracle is I have them posted on my office wall on uh, postcards. And as I look back, I'm like, gosh, I am that. I am literally doing that right now. I am doing that right now. I'm doing that. So it's just, it's such a powerful way when you declare and claim the goal that you want to be as it is where you are right now, it will shift you. Absolutely. I could not agree more. And, And I have corrected some of my friends on Twitter and Facebook that, that do that. Alyssa Hope uh, Wagner is a, is a writer here locally, a good friend of ours. And she had posted a while back, uh, I, I'm going to try to write, I don't know, 10,000 words today yeah, or something. It was 10,000 words a day. Yeah, yep. Something like that. And I put, you misspelled I am because yeah. that, that want or I hope to or maybe or can't, maybe I'll, I'll try, you know, and like, no, just say I am. I am who. God says I am, and and I I I'm a pastor, so I sometimes get preachy like that. But I'm like, if God <laughs> says it, the only one you're arguing with is God. You're not arguing because I can say all day you're not a writer, you're not a speaker, you're not this or whatever. But you're not arguing with me; you're arguing with Him. So stop that. Start so you, claiming it. You're not saying I am as in like I Jerry Dugan am. You're saying I am as in like God I am. Right. Oh yep. wow, brilliant. Well played, sir. Ah. 
And that's it for the day. See you later. Yeah, don't drop the mic though. We still I, need that. I already said something brilliant. It's not even nine o'clock yet. <laughs> I know. That's I better write that down in my journal. Hold on. So so this this will obviously air uh after your premiere on your Facebook show, but uh that premieres November twenty first. And yes. tell us a little bit about Hey Shay, what do I say? Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now let's talk about how you can use CapShow to repurpose and market your content. If you have a business like me, you can upload your cornerstone long-form content, like podcast episodes or YouTube videos, into CapShow, and it will create all your content marketing assets for you. And here's the coolest part. CapShow is more than just a robotic AI tool. It's a powerful blend of artificial and human intelligence designed by marketers to help you organically reach more of the right people on more platforms. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day trial and see for yourself. Now, back to the show. So, um, first of all, I am a certified fearless living coach. And the reason I call myself a fearless communicator is because I had to learn how to be fearless myself with myself, meaning <laughs> I had to learn how to be vulnerable, which is most people's um, absolute terrifying thing to do. Right. And so the show is really about people um, writing in their experiences, just like I had said people do uh, on a one-on-one basis and give me their experience with the person that they really want to have a conversation with that they've been dreading or they've been avoiding, especially when we're getting close to the holiday season. Maybe they're dreading the holidays because they don't want to see this particular person. So I, um, if you go to my website, I have tips that they can use to be that fearless communicator, but they also have just, (laughs) it's really about just giving space for you to show up in a way that you want to show up to. I I like that because a lot of us will be in a uh, setting at a table or in a house where somebody has certain either political, religious or whatever views, or maybe they're just that person that likes to push your buttons. You know, why do you wear your hair like that? Or when are you going to lose weight? Or you're too skinny, too tall, whatever it is. Or why did you marry so-and-so or your kids or whatever? And and understanding that space and, and the way you can communicate in that space will make the holidays either good or, or like you said, something you dread because you don't want to have those conversations. Well, right. And my, I grew up in a house that was uh, not nurturing, not really loving. And as I started to go through this healing process, I learned that everyone was sarcastic. <laughs> that always and, goes well. Right. And while like it's, <laughs> yeah. And while it's fun and it's funny, there's a lot of anger underneath sarcasm. I heard um, once sarcasm is anger in a clown suit. Oh, wow. And I absolutely love that because a lot of times it really is anger dressed up, trying to be funny, and but there's a problem. Right. And so uh, when I started to really identify that that's how, I mean, just my parents were speaking to me, I would ask, I would say, okay, so are you really upset about something? Right. And, and they're like, what are you talking about? No, I'm not upset. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, but you just pointed. And then I would explain what they just said to me. 
without having any judgment towards it, without having any kind of expectation or preconceived notion of my, my, um, what do I say? My needs trying to get met in that conversation. It was really about just trying to clarify what it is they just said to me. Right. And nine times out of 10, it would be a complaint about another person. Right. And I'm like, okay, so how can you say that to that person? Because telling it to me is not going to help you. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We just recently had that with somebody. He He's having some issues in a uh, child custody uh, issue that he's dealing with, but his anger was directed towards us at, at the church. And I, I, the pastor and I both said, I think there's something deeper here. Let, let's dig into it. Cause your reaction was completely, you know, in left field. And I don't think that's really where the problem lies. And, and I'm unfortunately sometimes too sarcastic. My mom and, and my wife have both, and probably numerous other people have told me that. But What? No. I, I <laughs> Sorry. Sarcasm. Fake news. I don't believe it. But, <laughs> uh, I, I've, as I've gotten older, I've learned that, that that is a symptom of something else. You know, I'm, right. I, I can take it out on you because there's no uh, potential loss there. The, the cost of hurting you or just oh, expressing yeah. that is lower yeah. than the one I'm really mad at, my boss, my spouse, my kid, whatever it is. Because you can't affect me like the person I'm actually dealing with. But like you said, it's also not going to help. You know, even if you agree with me or walk away and say, well, that guy's a jerk, it doesn't change the yeah. situation. You know, I, I see something like that in the corporate world as well, where, you know, yeah. we'll have a leader, a manager of a department come up right. to the learning and development team, and they want some fun, light, exciting team building activity. And you're like, oh, well, you know, that's great. But especially in this day and age where you got to be a little bit leaner with how you just throw training and development around, it takes – it's actually worth taking the time for a day or two to really dig deeper and find out what's what's the reason why you want this fun, light, team-building issue, you know, uh, session. And as you dig deeper, what you find out is it's not just something to kind of boost morale. It's It turns out it's something deeper where maybe you have one or two personnel in that department who are completely unhinging everybody else. You know, their behavior is toxic. They're bullying others. They're, they're not doing their own jobs. They're complaining all the time and just bringing the energy down. And so, you know, when you tackle that tougher issue, which is those two people or one person with the toxic behavior, mm -hmm. that actually will give you the most bang for your buck because right. one, it, it, it puts them on notice. It mm -hmm. allows you to address the real issue. And when you do that, you find out that the morale goes up and you didn't spend tens of thousands of dollars to bring in training and take people off the floor. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you addressed one person and, and very surgically and precisely went after the point. So uh, I guess the correlation I'm making is very similarly to, you know, somebody lashing out to you as a pastor, Brandon, or, you know, lashing out to anybody for that matter. It is that low risk, you know, I feel good in the moment because I got to right. vent. Uh, and so like these, these training sessions, it's like, they're fun, they're light. I got to, I got to do something. So I felt good, but deep down underneath all that, you still hadn't tackled the real right. underlying current or issue. Yeah. So a great point, Jerry. Thank you so much well, for bringing that you. up. <laughs> Well, it's interesting because like what you said, so they're wanting to do a whole team and they're not really addressing the one person. Exactly. So that one person is going to go have that fun time and then still be that toxic right. uh, seed yes. basically in the, in the whole bunch. 
So what is interesting is I used to be a bully. Mm. I mm. I was in a toxic relationship and I was toxic back. Yeah. And yeah. I think we forget that hurt people hurt people. Oh yeah, definitely. And so that is, you know, that's the thing you have to address is, okay, if you're hurting, you're showing it by being toxic, right? You're showing it by hurting another person by being sarcastic. You're really putting them down. Mm -hmm. So what, what's really going on here? Mm -hmm. And like, and like you said, Brandon, really just deep diving in and going, huh, what, 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 what is the deal here? Right. And, and ultimately solving the problem. Because I, I tell people all the time, you know, you can you can drink and that will that will make your problems less at the moment because you're not dealing with them. You can go play golf, you can go fishing, you can, you know, do whatever it is you do to escape from that issue, but all you're doing is escaping from the issue. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, you know, fishing or, or golf or drinking or any of that stuff's not the problem. The problem is you're not dealing with the problem directly. So it never gets better especially in that team situation, because everybody in the team knows that one person. They, as they're listening to this, they're all thinking about that one person. Right. And so what they say is, you know, well, Shay, you want to deal with the whole team, but we all know if you would just go talk to Tom, then this would mm -hmm. be solved, either fire him or whatever. Yeah. But we're all going to go out and dance and climb a wall or something, and nothing will change because on Monday morning, Tom's coming back. He's going to be exactly like he is. You didn't address the problem. Right. And it's like taking pain medicine for a broken leg. It'll make you feel a little better initially, but it's not going to fix your leg. Right. It just prolongs the solution. Right. That, mm -hmm. That's a great way to look at it. It just prolongs the solution and everybody knows it. So then it becomes your fault as the leader of the team because right. like you were saying, the kids all know what the family's like. They All the, all the team members know what the office is like. Oh, so yeah. they blame you. They don't right. blame Tom anymore because you're the one not dealing with it. Right. So right. you do a lot of public speaking and and um, with the show coming up, your, your goal is to help everyone and they can send in questions and things like that. So who do you primarily work with on a one-on-one -on -one basis? I work with a lot of women and they have gone through some traumatic uh, issue. However, I do have some men clients that I've worked with that also have gone through trauma. And that's a whole interesting uh, thing, too, is trauma. We think of primarily military only having PTSD. Right. And then really, it's anyone who's experienced some sort of trauma. And trauma is different than stress and how it affects your brain. Right. So that is what's so dynamic in what I do only because most stress is in one part of your brain and most trauma is affecting the other part. So if you are, maybe you've had, well, if you're in the military, you're getting hit with trauma and trauma and trauma, your brain needs time to recover. And there's no formula. There's no way to even know what works best except time. And sleep, believe it or not, actually help your brain recover from trauma. Mm -hmm. So if you then have a stress after getting bombarded with so much trauma, like in like for an example, you have a are bombarded with trauma and all of a sudden now you have a flat tire, which is a stress. It affects you like trauma, like you were in a car accident and severely hurt. Right. 
in your brain. Now, what most of the time happens is when it's affecting your brain in that way as a trauma, people then beat themselves up because they're like, it was just a flat tire. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be thinking this. I shouldn't be so upset about this. And, and they forget that their brain hasn't totally recovered or their brain now reacts to little stressors as a trauma. Right. That, that is so good because you, you see that almost every day in people. It's like, I'm really mad at my boss, but then I take it out on the, the lady at the, at the restaurant who's served my food a little cold or something. And she's usually like, it was a mistake. It's, it's not the end of the world, but you acted right. like it was, yeah. you know, deadly. Right. It's really cool when we can pick up on those cues. I, I just went backpacking. Backpackering. Backpackering. Yeah, that's not a word, but backpacking recently. And uh, one of the people in the trip uh, is a firefighter. And he, I don't know why, but he decided to disclose to me and share with me that earlier in the year he had suffered through, you know, PTSD and uh, just hit a real low point in his life. But the, the thing that allowed him to seek help and gave him the courage to find help was that his captain, who he'd known forever, picked up on some nuances because the firefighter had lashed out. He had snapped mm-hmm. in a way he had never snapped before over something that was, uh, according to the captain, you know, just kind of benign, but it was a big deal to this guy. And so the captain just took that moment to reach out to his, his friend and the firefighter and, uh, and just ask what was going on. And the guy kind of scared about losing his job disclosed. And then it turns out their fire chief is like, they had a brand new fire chief, been on the job for a week, just moved into town. And he had been, you know, understanding that he knew he had to come to this area, this new department, but he didn't understand why God had plucked him out of his comfort zone, plopped him into this new department until a week later when he's meeting one of his firefighters who's suffering from PTSD. Turns out this fire chief is like the premier guy on how do you um, get mental health help for firefighters mm-hmm. suffering from PTSD. And I was thinking, that is so cool. <laughs> um, but it all came down to that that captain being sensitive enough to recognize, hey, something's not right in that guy. Um, he he just flipped, about, flipped out about something that was not that significant. So there's got to be something deeper. So anyway, you guess just made me think about that. Plus, I got an army buddy of mine I served in Iraq with. He's also a firefighter, and he's, I think, just recently checked himself in for some help for the third time this year. And uh, so I always, you know, think about him. And, and just hearing these stories recently, I'm like, hey, you know, there's there's a reason these things are popping up. And I happen to know these folks, and you know, hopefully they hear this and they are getting that help. Right. Um, yeah. So anyway, Reach thank out. you, thank you all for bringing that up. Well, and I want to. Touch on that for just a quick second, Jerry. Great story. Thank you for sharing that. There are so many people who are unwilling to step out of their comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And being fearless is just that, being able to still be fear. I still have fear because the guy was scared that he might lose his job yeah. and still do it. Right. Still take that risk and say, hey, this is what's really going on. And how many times, again, do we do that at work? We're afraid to tell our boss what's really happening. Mm-hmm. We're afraid to tell um, our loved ones what's really going on. What's yeah. really going on is, you know, I, I'm not feeling loved or accepted or wanted or whatever the case right. is. That's where the fear comes in is I'm unwilling to actually sh- step out of my comfort zone and share my feelings. So bravo to him for being vulnerable and, and really asking for help. Yeah. And that that's key to being fearless is not the lack of fear. It's just not letting fear decide the next step. 
Because when you take that next step, even though it's overwhelming, you know this is going to happen. Worst case scenario, everybody's going to kill me and everybody's going to be mad and I'm going to lose everything. When you take that first step, that's usually overwhelmingly the moment most people say, I can help you with that. Yeah. You know, I've yes. dealt with it or I know somebody yeah. or here's a program you can get, a book, something that you can get yeah. into. It's like what Kenny Bram once said on our show, do it scared anyway. Right. Just yeah. do yes. it anyway. Yes. Because right now, and, and I'm I'm the same way, I've dealt with depression and, and, and things like that before where – as a man, especially, you don't want to say I'm 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 down right now. I'm not dealing with this very well. I'm struggling with this. But mm-hmm. when you do, if you've built a little bit of a, a kind of a network of people around you that love you, they're going to step into that moment. It's like, well, let me help you. Just like a flat tire or mm-hmm. you know a, a broken plumbing issue at your house, there there's help out there. And sometimes we make our small problem huge and our, yeah. and our huge problems small when we really shouldn't. We just got to speak up about that kind of thing. So how do people get a hold of you? What's the best way to kind of connect with you and, and tell more stories to you that maybe you can tell them what they should say? Uh, well, thank you for asking. You can uh, find me on my website at shaysparks.com and that's S-H-A-S-P-A-R-K-S.com. And they can email me at Shay at shaysparks.com. And I'm on Facebook at I am Shay Sparks and Instagram at I am Shay Sparks. So you can find me on social media as well. You built quite a community on Facebook that that seems to be the place where people are really connecting with you. And I, I love social media for the standpoint of it. it allows somebody to reach out almost anonymously and say, you know, I'm I'm the CEO of this and I'm a really big deal where I'm at, but I, I don't have anybody I can tell this problem to. Can I ask a question? You know, how do I deal with this? Mm-hmm. And and you you do a great job of directing them in a way. If if maybe you don't have the answer, you can direct them where to go and 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 get that help that they need. So I, I really applaud what you're doing. I hope people listening to this reach out and and get help because I know right now you're thinking in your mind, not me. I'm not the one that can get help. If I say it, it's going to blow up. And and if you hear anything that Shay said today, it's that, you know, you are the one. You We need you to be fearless because yes. you've got a story to tell and you got to get out there and tell it. Well, and that's the thing I've learned, um, not just within my own experience, but I have a podcast as well. And when people share their story it of how they've overcome an obstacle it ignites a spark of hope, love, community. And what is so amazing is that just by someone anonymously emailing me, I read their story on air and give them suggestions. It's going to affect probably, you know, who knows how many people have the same situation and have been scared to say it. Right. I love that. People need your story for that very reason. I tell people that all the time. Because when they hear your story, I broke out of this, the a bad marriage or a drug addiction or whatever it is, it gives them hope that maybe you're somebody they could talk to or they could do it. So tell us a little bit about the podcast. I'm sorry, I completely forgot that we definitely want to cover the podcast because that's a great way for people to hear those stories. Thank you. It's called The Power of Investing in People. And it is just that. It is stories that people have and have to come overcome an obstacle, some things in their way. 
So they've invested in themselves and it overflowed into their other people, whether it would be their family, their business, or their community. And so many of them that I have interviewed have started a business or a nonprofit because they invested in themselves first. That's great. I've I've said a number of times too that the word selfish has kind of gotten a bad rap. We we make it sound like that's a terrible word, but you need to be selfish sometimes because if you're not selfish about your health or your especially your mental health or or your your finances, you can't help people. So you can't just give everything to everybody. I, I joke with people all the time. It's like, can you help me move this weekend? And they're like, well, yeah. I'm like, no, you can't. The answer is no. You don't want to. <laughs> it was a test. You yeah. failed. Don't say yes to everything. You need to take care of yourself. Invest in yourself. Right. And I think, you know, as a society, again, that's one of those things we're never taught. We're not taught how to communicate with people. We're not taught to self-care. Right. Right. We're not taught to say that it's okay to say no if you don't have the bandwidth that day. Right. We had decided not to uh, buy these appliances. My sister in law is getting a new house. And so and she was looking at these appliances. They were, really weren't that great. And I said, well, you know, I don't, I think you should pass on this. It was on Facebook uh, Marketplace or whatever. And she said, well, what should I tell them? I said, Just tell them no. You don't think I should say I found something else or they didn't fit or something? No, just say no. <laughs> you don't need right. to make up a story. Just be honest with people and say, I, they're not for me. Yeah, no is not a dirty word. No means next opportunity. Right. And I, I think sometimes we think we have to explain our decision. And, and you should sometimes. Obviously, you should explain your decision to certain people. But you're not obligated to everyone to decide whether you're right or not, you can just choose not to do something and, and that's it. And when people say, you know, Hey, we're having this party at 11 PM on Saturday. I'm like, no, not, not going to be there. Why not? Don't want to be, I I have no desire to be anywhere at 11 (gasps) o'clock. It's not about you. It's about me. I like to sleep. Right. Exactly. Well, thanks for joining us, Shay. This has been an awesome time, and Jerry's going to put all that in the show notes so people can get a hold of you and find your website and listen to your podcast. Definitely download that and share those stories with other people. But if people want to just come to your house and say hi, what what's your home address that they can don't do it? Look don't up? do it, Shay. Um, <laughs> I Google think Map. it's on Pennsylvania Avenue in DC, but I don't oh, know. Oh, uh, wait, go. I know this address. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's, it's a big white long, house, right? Yeah. It's, 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 it's yeah. white. Yes, yeah. yes. It has a gate around it. And there, um, there might be some people that will, you know, just kind of check your ID or there your you purse or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Just, her her uh, butler there standing there in a suit. Yes. So if you just run right up yeah. to him and his say, hey, I'm Don. here to see Shay. Yeah, his name's Don or <laughs> Donald, either one right. of those, he'll answer. Yeah, yeah. I'm here to see Shay, and um, yeah, I need to know what to say. So, there. yes. <laughs> and, then, and when other guys in suits start chasing you, it's real fun if you right. run yeah. from them like a toddler. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. Best advice yeah. I can ever zigzag. give you. Yeah, <laughs> zigzag. <laughs> So if you will go there and hold up a sign that says, hey, Shay, what do I say? We would love to see that. <laughs> that would be uh, awesome. We will have that. That would be awesome. <laughs> yes. Tweet that to at Beyond the Rut when you hear this. Absolutely. And then we'll, we'll make sure Shay sees it. And that would just that, be awesome. That would be cool. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us, Shay. And uh, we will uh, talk very soon. Well, thank you. It's been an honor and a pleasure to, have, to be on your show. Thank you. If you like everything you heard in this episode, be sure to check out the show notes at beyondtherut.com slash 215. That's for episode 215. 
Now, the best way you can support our show is to share us with a friend, a family member, or that neighbor across the street. Now, we're so glad you joined us this week, and we look forward to joining you again next week. But until then, go live life beyond the rut. Take care. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.